Hey, Jeb. Oh, hey, John. Do you want to talk about Toy Story? Yeah, sounds like a really good idea. But, like, talk about it a lot. Going in detail with each given minute in Toy Story? Yeah, but can we talk about why Woody has teeth even though he wasn't made with them? I don't see why not. Only if we can talk about the importance of plastic corrosion awareness. Only if we can talk about how Sid is not really a bad kid. Let me ask you this, though. Can we talk about strong lesbian moms? Can we talk about using the sad song from Toy Story 2 as a test to see if people are robots? I like that idea. So, come listen to us talk about Toy Story five times a week on Toy Story Minute. Find it on Dueling Genre or your podcast app of choice. If you listen, you'll be my favorite deputy. You've got a friend in us? Both of us, yeah. Nice. Dueling Genre. Yay. Yay. Cool. I'll let that uh, go for a sec. I have the movie of Victoria say something so I can make sure your mic is picking up right. Uh, I think it's good, right? I think yeah, it looks fine. I'm gonna turn you up a little bit, okay. I think. And I can't talk very loud. I know. Victoria's sick today, so she's really quiet. I That's noticed why. her nose making, uh, <laughs> stuff. Yes. Sorry. I, uh, I just got over being sick. It's fine. I feel like I just got over being sick, and then I got sick again. That like, sucks. That quick turnaround. Yeah. That's winter I, for you. Yeah. Yeah, fun times. Well, it's, it's weird. I think that, especially for... for like here because it's so dry most of the t- it just started raining like a few days ago mm-hmm. it's not raining constantly but like it's i think every time i have a sharp weather change like that i tend to get it so i had kind of a sore throat this morning but i'm okay now so i'm hoping i don't catch it from you girl be very upset boo-hoo yeah <laughs> whatever uh, ricky said to me the same thing if i get mad, if i get sick i'm gonna be so mad i'm like boo no who i don't care i don't have it yeah, i know <laughs> it's all like jesus christ you think i like being sick you think like, i care no. if you're sick no like no you're gonna get sick like everyone else i know my nose was so stuffed up and katie was like you better not be snoring super loud and i'm like yeah that's can me. get get to sleep it's not the most of my concerns i'm sorry <laughs> Yeah. Yep. That's that's what happens with me. Ricky's all like, you like, snore when stop, you're sick, and I'm I like, can't sorry. Stop myself from snoring. I'm like, I'm sorry, but if you wake me up to bitch at me because I'm snoring, I go, it's gonna be difficult for me to get back to sleep. I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah. And pissed and sick is not something you want to deal with. So. <laughs> like you could deal with it by either like sleeping on the other end or sleeping in the living room or doing something, whatever you got to do. Cause it ain't my problem. <laughs> I think I that I'm Victoria not, I'm, I'm not a nice should wife. write her memoirs and call it "Pissed and Sick." uh i'd read that (laughs) okay do we we get to do the solemnly sweared thing together do you want to we We did it for a single we don't don't need we did it for that yeah i did it for a single minute with rick and julia and i couldn't get it to sync up as much as i like we don't need to do it and then i didn't use it i could hmm. i'll be up to lots of good instead (laughs) <laughs> well, we still get to wrap up with Mischief Managed, though. Ooh, yeah, that's... Ex- I, I like that. Um, so, yeah, Harry Potter. That'd be fun Harry stuff. <laughs> we, we solemnly, solemnly swear we're up to no good. good. Okay, are we ready? Should we start, Victoria? Are you ready? I suppose. <laughs> okay, 
Welcome back, everybody, to Harry Potter and the Chamber of Minutes, the fan podcast where we're overanalyzing the Harry Potter movies one, oh, I guess one magical minute at a time. I was going to try and like <laughs> fill it with something special, and I just didn't. I could say one Colin Creevy minute at a time, I suppose. One Howler minute. We're not there yet. That's I tomorrow. Know, that's one Milky oh, Moon. <laughs> one Milkman minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Adorico. And we have a very special guest joining us to wrap up the week, John Garcia from Toy Story Minute. That's Welcome, me. John. Hi. Nice nice well, to be hello. here. Hello. I'm glad to have you. I am really glad that Toy Story Minute is back. I am a little bit behind. I've only listened to the first couple episodes of the new season, but I'm, I'm, I'm so delighted to like have you guys in my ear holes again. <laughs> Thanks. It is uh, nice to be in your ear holes. It's very comfortable. <laughs> oh, that's... I don't know if I like where that metaphor, where that analogy went. I'm staying out of everything. <laughs> uh, today we're here to talk about minute number 39. Minute 39 starts with, I said, Harry enthusiastically, that's in quotes, enthusiastically greeting Colin Creevy. And it ends with uh, with Ron clutching his howler. <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, Ron clutching his howler sounds a little dirty to me. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I'm just, it's gonna be that's that a kind weird of... name. A howler? A howler? A howler. <laughs> it's my, you wanna see my howler? Oh, like, God. Like, what the hell? <laughs> like, I don't even wanna know why you would call it that. Jeez oh, Louise. God. <laughs> this is, is this is what's happening already? I guess so. I guess so. Oh, Lord. Um, anyway, call it. I'm gonna go in my corner now. <laughs> Actually, but okay, I because we've only got you for a short time, John, I think I kind of want to start with, uh, like, do you know your Hogwarts house and stuff? Like, the Pottermore stuff? Oh, yeah. I mean, I never really got too into Pottermore, but I've done a lot of, like, house quizzes and stuff like that, and I've done a lot mm-hmm. of, like, thinking about, like, Patronuses and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. I am definitely a Ravenclaw, and kind of always have been. Uh, I, I understand that. Yeah, I, I mean, I kind of wish I was a Hufflepuff sometimes. But I don't know. I'm I'm basically just a hundred percent Ravenclaw. Hmm. I could I could see the Hufflepuff, the Hufflepuffiness. <laughs> the Hufflepuff. I don't know how to say that without it. I guess yeah. <laughs> Hufflepuffy Hufflepuffianism. I don't know. I mean, I, I, <laughs> Hufflepuffs are some of my favorite people. I mean, Jeb, uh, my co-host on Toy Story Minute, is a is a solid Hufflepuff, and he's a very good guy. I I like Hufflepuffs. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, we're, I'm surrounded by Ravenclaws. Victoria's a Ravenclaw. A lot of the people I work with at the bookstore I work for are Ravenclaws. Like, it's just. I mean, it's a very, bookstore, very, so there, yeah, it's going to yeah, be pretty ravenclaw It makes sense. It makes sense. Although, it was fun. We got um, this company out of print printed, uh, has like a Hermione quote t-shirt. Oh, and yeah. they printed house color variants of the shirt. <laughs> And we posted them on our Instagram, and everyone who showed up day one was Hufflepuff who had seen it online and was like, "I need a Hufflepuff shirt." Because so I was just like, "I really go getters." Yeah, they're the they're the they're loyal to their house. There's like that. Pr- there's a pride there too that I think is cool. Yeah, I think I'm basically. I mean, I have a little bit of everything except for Gryffindor, but that's eh, because Gryffindor's not that great of a house. That's just my <laughs> opinion. <laughs> they're the. They could be the jock house. They're the main character house, and yeah. just in general, like, in everyday life, we don't really need main characters who do, gotcha. like, all they <laughs> do is extraordinary things, and that's not what's needed in the world. That I... was a very Hufflepuff thing of me to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think it's great. I think it's great. We do get, So we do get to talk about Colin Creevy, and he... 
I think we just missed the very, very tail end yesterday. He introduced himself and he goes, I'm a Gryffindor too. He's very delighted. He talks so fast. He talks very fast. He I says a lot. I could barely understand yeah, what he's I wonder, saying. I wonder how many takes it took for that kid because like he's, he's not quite stumbling over his words, but he's doing really well at the little kid thing where you just kind of, you talk so You're fast. You're so excited. That, uh-huh. Yeah, your mouth it, it's kind like, of... It's like, blah. breathe, buddy, breathe. <laughs> right? Uh, take a moment. His, I think even his voice cracks when in a in a in a piece <laughs> of it when he's talking about like, my dad's a milkman. He's a muggle, just like everyone else in our family. Uh, I think it's when he says when he says um, that everybody just thought that he was that he was weird or something. That, that he was, was weird. Yeah, what's the mental? That's yeah. the word. It's when <laughs> he's like he's like he's like nobody. Acting, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like nobody. Um, Nobody knew that the things I was doing was magic. They just all thought it was mental or something until the Hogwarts letter showed up. And he's like, I'll bet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, no, he just imagine that. What's your opinion on Colin Creevy as a character? Because I-, I like him a little bit more in the movie than in the books. But because um, in the books, he's basically there for exposition for like, yeah, Harry introducing Quidditch to him and all that. And he's just kind of annoying. But I, I don't know. The movies, I think I appreciate it more because, I mean, you, you won't get this for a while, but do you remember Nigel? Yeah. Nigel's yes, the worst Nigel, character in all the of the movies was... combined ever. Mm. He's the yeah. worst character in all of Harry Potter, the whole continuity. Like, even including, like, some of the bad parts of Cursed Child. He's he's just there to replace Colin to be a cute kid, and he doesn't yeah. do anything. Why you couldn't know they have crazy? Colin there? We talked about this uh, earlier this week because we got just a little tiny sliver of Colin at the beginning of, uh, or the end of Last Minute. Mm -hmm. And in the movie, we see him in the Order of the Phoenix. And I think I misnamed him earlier this week. I forgot that his name was Nigel. But um, in the game, in the Order of the Phoenix video game, they did get this kid back to voice Colin Creevy. Oh, nice. So he could have been in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't do that. I think they just were like, oh, let's fulfill our cute kid quota. But, like, it's not like that kid, you know, got ugly or something. I mean, come on. Yeah. And plus well, there's plenty of, like, it seems like Nigel was, like, thrust into the middle of a lot of random scenes. I don't know. Nigel is everything wrong with the adaptions of this uh, of this book <laughs> series. I don't think uh, we see a whole lot. Yeah. Do we see him more than in just Order of the Phoenix? Uh, I think we also see him in, uh, he's definitely in Deathly Hallows, because I remember they make him survive, as opposed to, um, Interesting. spoiler, yeah, it's, he's, he's definitely in more than one, because I looked at his, uh, Harry Potter wiki page, yeah. like, earlier, yeah, it's, I'll have to uh, check on him, yeah, I, um, um, what, I'm interested in this bit of, sorry, go ahead, no, I, I was just gonna go on more stuff about Colin Creevy, because it fascinates ah. me, some of his uh his his backstory yeah because um, he's the he's like he brings a certain technology into hogwarts he's but got a the camera. most yeah like because technology doesn't work at hogwarts but i mm-hmm. guess the camera is just mechanical enough and not like i mean you couldn't bring a digital camera to hogwarts right no i don't think so we've we've i've looked into technology and what they talk about it on pottermore and like some of the ancillary material and they definitely make a point that like Muggle technology just seems to fail at Hogwarts or like around magic, like magic interferes with it. 
Uh, which I think is a common theme, actually, in some, like, urban yeah. fantasy stuff where, like, those worlds intertwine. But, but how, um, how technological does it have to be? Because, like, Harry's watch works. Would it not work if it was, yeah. like, a Casio? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the I most guess not. You can't use a digital watch, but you can you use an analog one. An analog one. Yeah. The most surprising thing to me, which I spent way too long on, like, a rabbit hole online, is that his dad is a milkman, and that's still a thing in the 90s, and you can actually raise a family on a milkman's wages. Yeah, you know what? I didn't even think about how bizarre that is, that, like, his dad's a milkman in the 90s. Well, well they mentioned the milkman, I think they mentioned the milkman in the first book, because he, like, brings them some letters. <gasps> yes! And he had to he had to deliver it through the window because the door was all boarded up. Mm-hmm. So, the, they still definitely do have milkmen, and I was looking into it, and it's like, it's not just because, you know, pre-refrigerators and pre-supermarkets, they had, like... You know, they had to have fresh milk. It's also, like, kind of a rich people thing. Kind of a, like, ooh, we get fancy milks fresh from the farm as opposed to, like, processed pasteurized milk, you know? Interesting. I don't don't know. I don't know many people who use that much milk that you would need it, like, every day. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, because he says his dad is a milkman, but he doesn't talk about his dad more. Maybe his dad... His, he doesn't live with his dad because, you know, the old, that's a, that's a joke, the milkman joke, you know? Oh, his dad's the milkman. I bet. It's not like, <laughs> his, uh, like the old trope. Yes. It's like your, yeah, your dad. I bet Colin and Dennis are like, they're, they're brothers and they have like their mom and stuff. Uh, why didn't, did they ever put Dennis in the movies? He should have been no. Nigel. Nigel should have just been so. called Dennis. I would have been I fine I with totally, that. I think I totally called Nigel Dennis when we talked about him earlier. And I'm and, and I'm glad that you were here to correct. No, I think I said Nigel first. And you guys gave me funny looks. It bugs we me that he's... It. Yeah, that they... Yeah. Ugh. Nigel it's is weird. the worst. <laughs> um, but the maybe like their mom is just like, yeah, your dad's the milkman. And she's like a single mom doing, their own, doing her own thing. And, you know, she just happens and, to yeah, be good with the milkman. That's so funny. <laughs> and um he's he says he says that uh he's a muggle. Just like my entire family going back as far as whatever, like until him. Until right? him, basically. Which is interesting if his if we follow this thread the of milkman like, is Yeah. <gasps> Dad's the milkman. The milkman is magical. the source of all of the Muggleborns. <laughs> There's actually no such thing as a Muggleborn. All of it's them the are milkman. just milkman's kids. They're all half bloods. <laughs> milk. Oh God! Wizards are secretly milk. They're the people that are interested in Muggle communities, but that how that's the only way they can only lightly interact with the Muggle community is by like pretending to be the milkman. No, by being the milkman. <laughs> it turns out that like uh, like Hermione's half brother is actually like Colin Creevy. Oh God! <laughs> that would be a oh my God! That'd be amazing. I mean, I I like that. Uh. I like that, you know, the whole Muggleborn thing exists, but it would be kind of funny if it was just a secret society of magical milkmen or <laughs> like let's uh let's infuse magic into the muggle population. Like they're slowly making muggles more magical in like a benign version of like Voldemort's plot of just like destroying them all. <laughs> He's like, ins- no, instead we just breed with them. <laughs> we'll just, until all the kids are magical. I mean, isn't that what Dean Thomas's dad, wasn't Dean Thomas's dad like a, a 
wizard who never told his mom and like left the family no, that's, or something uh, you're oh, close that, that's, that's Seamus oh, we were just talking about it yeah. dad's a mu- uh, dad's a muggle mom's mom a, a witch yeah bit of a nasty shot for him when he found out yeah. well, maybe his dad yeah. is the milkman and so uh, Seamus and Colin are half brothers <laughs> just it, Colin's Colin's half related to all the halfborns at yeah. Hogwarts he's the half blood prince oh my god um no, I okay. So I really want to talk about because I think that this sequence with Colin is a little bit uh, extended from the theatrical cut. Because I'm pretty sure in the theatrical cut we go from like, oh hi Colin, straight to like, is that your owl, Ron? And we don't get the conversation about the milkman and being yeah. a muggle. I, I don't know. I don't remember. Hmm. I think it's this. So what I've noticed, what I've noticed is we've been getting deeper into this. Is that. Um, a lot of the extended sequences are only like a little bit extended, but they add a lot more flavor to the underlying plot here because Colin Creevy very distinctly makes a point, and and this is important in the book, but they don't really do it in the movie. Yeah, makes that he's a point muggle-born. to tell Harry that he's a Muggleborn. Yeah. And in the book, which I don't think we get with Justin Finch, well, no, maybe we do in the extended cut. Justin Finch Fletchley, who's another petrification victim, also tells Harry that he's a Muggleborn. And and that's why it it increases Harry falling under suspicion, which the theatrical cut of this movie doesn't even deal with the fact that anyone else thinks that he might be the heir of Slytherin, other than Draco passingly mentioning it once. And okay, I, I like uh, I like these two because in the book it's more expounded upon. But not only are the victims uh, mostly Muggleborn, but they're all also people who've had bad run-ins with Harry, like Colin annoys Harry and yeah. Justin talks bad about harry and all that like it's extremely and it that even makes sense with the um uh ooh, is this a spoiler for the movie i don't want to tell you who the heir no, slytherin is oh no uh, but you know they could be jealous of all the attention being lavished upon harry from a fellow first year interesting who is also like has hero worship things also is like you know uh just a, a kind of like uh a, a bright, uh, really kind of like chipper kid who mm-hmm. follows Harry around and wants to know everything about Harry. Like Colin has one of those little kid uh, obsession things where you like meet a slightly older kid and just like latch onto them. Yeah, and I could totally <laughs> see Ginny being jealous of that, like, or even subconsciously jealous of like, oh, yeah, he gets to spend all the time ask. with Harry. I was going to ask, like, are the Muggleborn kids who? get petrified actually targeted or is it like a coincidence that they're the ones that fell apart like no it can't be coincidental because all of them still are muggleborns right i think Um, i think part of it is is that and part of it is they're around harry because um i think that uh tom riddle kind of has like a i mean he has that connection to harry yeah so whenever he is calling the uh slytherin's monster out um, it's Maybe gonna it's... be kind of near Harry. Yeah, yeah. it's not yeah. a coincidence that it happens close to Harry. Um, just like you know, just like Ginny is close to Harry too. Like it, both Ginny and Tom Riddle have an obsession with Harry. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. of them is just you know because she's got like a, a a kid crush on him, and one of them is because you know he's magically linked. Yep. Oh, it's fascinating. I am actually, I didn't realize how interested I was going to be in talking about Colin and Justin and like some of these other Muggleborn students as we went through the, the, 
went through the movie this year, but as I've been like, per- like lining people up for minutes and guest spots and seeing these extended sequences, like, oh man, there's so much in this movie that I'm kind of disappointed that it was cut down. It's only 13 minutes longer, but like, it's significant. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it makes a lot more when it's not just like this scene, this scene. It's not like a, yeah. a full scene so much as it is little bits. Because when it's a full scene, you're like, okay, well, I see why they cut that and stuff like that. When it's little bits, it's like someone had to go through the movie with a fine tooth comb and be like, we need yeah. to cut some stuff. Like, hey, we're gonna lose, we're gonna lose these three lines from Colin here, or we're gonna cut mm-hmm. out this little bit of Lockhart. Like, very different from the whole the 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 Malfoys at Borgen and Burks, which took up almost a whole week for us. Yeah. It's like uh, it's like how in um, Attack of the Clones <laughs> in that movie there was a cut scene. Uh, it reminds me of there was a cutscene where they meet Padme's family, and so they cast an entire like like four people to be uh you know like Luke Skywalker's mom's you know Luke Skywalker's other aunts and uncles and stuff. And That's then fascinating. They got to be like, yeah, we were in Star Wars. Oh, but we weren't in Star Wars, except if you watch it on the DVD and see the deleted scenes. That's so crazy. Oh man, I don't know. That's nuts. Um, I really love my favorite um, single shot in this minute is definitely Dean Thomas going from looking all the way to his left to 180 degrees looking to his right. Is that your just he, he looks like he's just like uh, like they're like, OK, and go. This is your your face sequence. You're going to mm-hmm. put this on your reel, kid. It's great. I love Dean Thomas's actor. I do, too. Yeah, I, I, he he still does stuff, kind of. Yeah, he's a, he's in this in that TV show, uh, How to Get Away with Murder. Oh, he's in Community too. I was gonna. Oh, say, but I didn't that's know. That's not that. really out anymore, but still, yeah. yeah, he he's a minor character in that. That's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah, I've seen him pop up. I think in a couple things. He's in but... Community. Yeah, he's Magnitude. Speaking of <gasps> popping up, pop, 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 pop. What? There's a I scene, did not realize that that was him. There's a scene in a later season where he goes, I have to admit, I'm British. And he slips into his actual accent. That's I remember awesome. him doing that. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. He's magnitude. Yeah. That just blew he, my he mind. He grew up real handsome too. Yeah. He's a little bony. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, yeah. he's a little guy. He ended up growing to be kind of, he seems kind of small. I mean, very, Jenny very has a type. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Scrawny gangly kids. That's right, yeah. Pop, pop. Yep, oh my gosh. I've never seen... Now I'm gonna have to, like, tell Ricky, because Ricky's gonna be like, what? I'm like, for reals, though, it's crazy. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I, uh... I piqued my interest when you mentioned things that I like, and I'm like, oh, Community, I love that <laughs> show. Like, what, who is he in that? Alfred yeah. Enoch is his name. I did not know he was Magnitude. That's, That's a cool last name, too. Oh, man. Yeah. What um, is his last name? Enoch. Alfred. Enoch. Yeah, yeah, Alfred Enoch. Interesting. It's like vaguely biblical. Huh. A little bit. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just thinking about chips now because the of Errol just like slamming, yes. slamming those chips. Oh man, Errol it's is poor Errol. I know poor Errol. I love that I love He's that bumbling. after Yeah, after Errol smashes into the, the bowl of chips. Uh, he lays there on he lays his back there. until after Ron takes the howler and he just gets up and 
takes off. Takes off. I'm out here. <laughs> I think that also we get the camera flash of Colin's yeah. camera when Arrow took a the couple. Chips. I had to go back and watch that scene because I'm like, what is that flashing? Did something like <laughs> so, it's so, Colin, so Colin's gonna go and develop his film, and he's gonna have like this random picture <laughs> of an owl slamming it. Of an some, owl slamming into crisps. chips. No, he'll go. He'll go get it developed in that special potion so that it'll be a moving picture. Hey, you'll hey. just watch Arrow smash forever. We're, we're, I'd love we're, to see that as a gif. We did this again. We did this with the biscuits. This is English. This is oh. UK. They're not chips. They're, They're crisps. crisps. Oh man! Gosh, God, Gary, how could you, Gary? <laughs> the worst. The worst. Just the worst. They're they're crisps. Crisps. That's hard to say. I love crisps. the. I love the cut to the Slytherins all laughing. <laughs> look the look at Malfoy's on Malfoy's face. face. His mouth is hanging open, and it's so delightful. He's just like, "Holy crap!" Is that like, oh, it's just... not the same. It's not the same actor, but it looks like the kid who's like sitting in front of Malfoy. It looks like he's um. It's Marcus. What's Flint. his name? The the troll kid. Um, the troll kid. Uh the the Marcus Flint. It is Marcus it is. He's got the same... it is. Oh, it is? Yeah, yeah. the angle is weird to... because we're not getting, like, a direct-on shot of him, but we'll see him again uh, during the Quidditch practice. Yeah, he's got um, the teeth. Yep, yep, yep. Um, exactly. Yeah, those big teeth. Yeah. Yeah, I totally I... had to go back and, like, double-check it, but yeah, I think that's definitely the kid that plays Marcus Flint. I like that it seems like all the people in this, all the kids in at least the two Chris Columbus Harry Potters, like, every single kid is, like, around the same age. Like it looks like the whole, uh, the whole, like Hogwarts is all like fourth years and under right now. Yeah, like, everyone you see is around their age. Yeah, we don't really see anyone. We don't really see like sixth and seventh years walking around. Like, oh, you guys are so much older than everybody. Whereas... In the Chris Columbus Harry Potter's, like, it would be so weird to see a seventeen-year-old walking through. Just I know. Like, hey, kids, no. what's up? <laughs> <laughs> It's just, oh man, it's a strange so casting funny. choice, which I get because Chris Columbus is like a kids' movie dude. Yeah. yeah, we're we're focusing on the kids. We're shooting from the kids' perspective. We'll even like keep the camera low so it looks like we're in their mm-hmm. POV a lot. Uh, which yes. I think they do a very they do <laughs> they do a very I love the cat cameos. I know, kitty. Victoria's getting so delighted. Victoria, uh, when you when you just scolded Gary for calling them chips, I honestly thought for a second that you were yelling at a cat for like getting close to the mic or something. <laughs> what? Because you were like, hey, 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 no, no. We talked about this. Like, with the biscuits. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, like biscuits, like dog biscuits? What? <laughs> oh my goodness. No, we're at my place, maybe. Yes. Oh god, my cats are so damn needy. I think your cats appear on every weekend edition. They're so needy. I try to feed them so that they leave us alone and it doesn't work. Because as no. soon as they're done eating, they're like, okay, I still want attention. Yeah. Like, oh, you're here for us now? Like, we're just going to make ourselves comfortable right in front of this microphone and rub my face all over the uh-huh. microphone. And... I mean, that's how you know you're a podcaster is if you have cats who are constantly interrupting your recording sessions. <laughs> yes. They, they like just want their own podcast. podcaster has that. Mm-hmm. They just mm-hmm. want their own podcast, that's all. Mm-hmm. They're podcasts. Podcasts. I was ah. going to say something, but what was I going to say, you guys? I don't remember the where I was going. Crisps, the, the obvious uh, shot where Errol oh. turns into a puppet. No, well, yes, but before that. Um, Dean. Because we were talking mm-hmm. about, like, the kids and not seeing any adult students or, like, like you know, mm-hmm. seventh years. Um 
because they absolutely do the opposite in some of the later movies. I think in Half-Blood Prince in particular, there's a moment where Harry and Ron are like not going to be going to potions class because they don't think that they passed enough owls. And they're standing at the side of the room and it's just a sea of kids that are all like shorter than they are. And he's just like, they look all smug that they don't have class going on right now. Well, yeah, and, all the other kids are uh, in potions. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. And so, I mean, so that's they're how like, it feels when you're chilling. older in, in like a big school like that. Just like, I feel like it should be kind of like when you're, when you're a first year at Hogwarts, it should feel like you're a kid among a bunch of adults because like these kids seem so much older than you when you're that young. Yeah. Just like with them, it seems like, oh, we're so much older than everyone else. Exactly. They don't, they do it from the one side, but not the other, which is mm-hmm. an interesting choice, I guess. Well, I yeah, mean, we don't really see, they don't even make a point of, like, there being upper-class students until Order of the Phoenix in the movies. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Maybe Goblet of Fire, because we see, like, the age Oh, yeah, you're right. That. That's exactly what I meant. That's exactly what I meant. Because, uh, because the whole thing with the Goblet of Fire is that it's only supposed to be the seventh-year students, mm-hmm. the, the 17-year-olds that are able to, uh, participate. I still think Angelina Johnson got robbed, man. If there was gonna be a fourth wizard... Angelina Johnson all the way, man. She had it. Sorry. Yeah, just... if if Cedric wasn't the Hogwarts champion, I totally I would totally be on board with Angelina Johnson being that uh Yeah, it should have been Cedric and Angelina Johnson, not Cedric and Harry. <laughs> yeah, but then both of them would have died at the at the grave at the end. No, because neither of no, them would have gone have made on a, to... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something else would happen to Harry. It would be weird if, like, the Goblet of Fire, like, the Triwizard Tournament's happening, and then Harry still gets whisked... Like, somehow, well, Barty Crouch Jr. still... so much. The Goblet of Fire is interesting, because it's a really good book, but the movie is, in my opinion, the worst adaption of all of them, because it's so short and so, like, choppy. Mm-hmm. But, like, I would the plot of Goblet of Fire, despite being a really good book, is, like... Yeah, why didn't you just have him, someone, like, enchant a paper airplane to be a port key and throw it at Harry? <laughs> <laughs> I guess that would yeah. work, right? No, that would be so easy. Like, it would be a lot uh, cheaper and less circuitous and less things could go wrong, and Harry wouldn't have a dude with him to, like, randomly die. Yeah, it wouldn't even it wouldn't even have to be so complicated as, like having someone bewitch a paper like you could mad eye moody could have just been like hey harry pick this thing up oh my god can you yeah, go get that thing for me? yeah yeah or <laughs> oh god you guys have talked about a very potter musical right uh a little bit victoria hasn't seen it all there's a they they because they kind of compress the plots a bit the way to get harry to test the port key in that is they have a at the yule ball a bowl of punch and it has I think it's Squirt. It has, like, some obscure soda brand that, and everyone's like, oh, only Harry Potter drinks Squirt. We don't care. <laughs> and so he touches, he finally picks it up and gets transported to the graveyard. That's amazing. It's like, even Dumbledore's like, oh, that's got Squirt in it. Only Harry Potter likes Squirt. Never mind. <laughs> oh my god. I like Squirt. Hey. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with Squirt, but, yeah, you know, but, but maybe Red you know, he's, better. It's because he's from a muggle house. <laughs> Right. So none, all of the, none of the wizard kids want squirt. <laughs> but yeah, squirt, gross. I think pumpkin juice also sounds gross. It sounds pulpy. Yeah, I, <laughs> I agree with you. Ew, I mean, the idea of pulpy pumpkin juice is just like, the like. I will never think of pumpkin juice the same way again. 
Yeah, it's gonna have like those seeds in it. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I like you know. I like like roasted pumpkin seeds. Yeah, but in your juice, like like, why not oranges? Do you really have to be so committed to your aesthetic as wizards that you need? (laughs) And also, pumpkins are a new world food, so it's not like it's old timey either. Pumpkins like weren't around until the the sixteen hundreds in Europe. Yeah. That's so strange. Yeah, I guess pumpkin juice is like a new. It's it. Well, I mean, quote unquote, wizards, new yeah. new aesthetic for for wizards because Hogwarts has been around for like a thousand years, so we know that they must have been serving something else before that. Why not just like just drink some milk? Just get Colin's dad <laughs> to, to deliver you some milk. <laughs> oh, that's I I like the idea of 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 Hogwarts using a milkman and it's Colin Creepy's dad, and he goes and he out, shows and he's up like, with, like disguised his... against Muggles, and he's like, "What's going on?" <laughs> I guess we'll just like this decrepit milk. old building. Yeah. Why do they need milk? They need a lot of milk. They need a lot of a milk. Lot he backs the milk. whole truck up there. Mm-hmm. Some house elves I don't come know. out and get it. Do you think... Uh, we can get real weird here. Do you think that, like, wizard children, that milk is still, like, cow's milk? Or is there, like, a weird wizard animal equivalent? I, okay, oh, this, is, this is my problem with pumpkin juice as a, as a <laughs> oh my God. concept. Is that it? not everything has to be weird and wizardy, because they're still people. <laughs> yes! Yes, it's I know! Like, okay, they, all their sweets are wizardy, but, like, they don't eat, like, magic food. They eat, like, turkey and stuff. Pumpkin juice is definitely, like, its own kind of separate thing. We'll get to talk I, about pumpkin juice like, later in this movie. I feel like pumpkin juice is something basic what did witches you expect? drink. Pumpkin juice? I think I prefer pumpkin juice. Like, no, <laughs> you wouldn't. <laughs> no, no, maybe uh, you trust would because it's really the poly juice is really gross. Oh my god, kitty, <laughs> shut up! <laughs> no, uh, no, I just I I said pumpkin juice is is something that basic witches drink. <laughs> basic witches. <laughs> 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 oh. Oh, I'm so happy we got to that. <laughs> I was gonna let it go, and I was just like, should no, I repeat myself? That was a good, that was worth repeating. People always talking over me and stuff. I know I'm <laughs> sick, but damn it. Shows up oh, ten minutes the cat's late to get defense more, against more the dark arts than I class with pumpkin juice. Uh-huh. All the time. On. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I think we've exhausted this minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do you I'm feel? thirsty for some juice now. Yeah. Some pumpkin, pumpkin juice. Some pumpkin juice. Pul- pulpy pumpkin juice. Pulpy pumpkin, pumpkin juice. Pulpkin juice. <laughs> pulpkin juice. Macaulay pumpkin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think we're devolving into madness now. Yeah, basically. Uh, John, would you like to let everyone know where they can... Where they can... Oh, wait. Hold on. Victoria's he got something. He mentioned pumpkin and, like, Macaulay Culkin. And I was like, oh my god. Macaulay Culkin... As Colin Creepy. As Colin Creepy. As American American Hogwarts. Oh my god. We've been talking about the American casting of... of, Didn't uh, you guys... It was probably a couple weeks ago by now, but didn't you mention, like, Harry Potter being into Home Alone? Like, Harry... Yes! Yes, we did! (laughs) Oh yeah, he would totally watch that, and he makes traps like that. And that's why they'd put all the traps in the, um... You know what? Kevin McAllister versus Voldemort... My money's on Kevin the whole time, the whole way. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, I think it's great. 
No, I'm sorry. I was going to ask you if you wanted to let everyone know where oh, they yeah. can find you. <laughs> well, um, my main thing that I do is Toy Story Minute. It is also on Dueling Genre. I do it with my friend Jeb. Yes. And we do the same thing that you guys are doing with Harry Potter, but for the Toy Story movies. Uh, we just started on Toy Story 2, uh, going into that. We did Toy Story. We did all the, uh, we did like an episode each for the Pixar shorts that they released before Toy Story came out. And, um, now we're doing Toy Story 2, so we're having a lot of fun, um, meeting, going to garage sales and, uh, <laughs> Zerg planets and... Oh, I love, I love, love the opening of Toy Story 2 so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's very fun, and, uh, I can't wait to have you guys on it as well. Uh, oh, we'd be delighted. But yeah, we, you know, we exist there. You can find us on Facebook. We have like a Facebook group like every podcast does. We're mm-hmm. uh, Andy's Room, the Toy Story Minute Roundup. You can find us on Twitter at Toy Story Minute. You can find me on Twitter at John Gargia, J-O-N-G-A-R-G-I-A. And I um, mostly just randomly posts about how angry I am about politics <laughs> and sometimes about Harry Potter, but that's Sweet. that's a whole other thing. <laughs> so yeah, that's me. Thank you, thank you. And uh, of course, everyone, like uh, like John said, we are also on DuelingGenre.com, along with a bunch of other shows. Lord of the Rings Minute, Cornetto Minute are both running right now. Uh, Ninja Turtles Minute, I think, is still running. Rocky Geek Minute, oh my gosh, Night there's a lot. Just had its, yeah. Yeah, I just I keep on had its finale yeah. recently, which I was so happy to, to mm-hmm. finally hear. Um, Geek by Night's been running since before we started the first season of Harry Potter Minute. Oh yeah, it, and so well, I'm delighted yeah. to hear a finale at least for season one. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, everyone, come back tomorrow as we discuss Minute Forty of uh, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, yeah. Harry Potter <laughs> and the Chambers. Do you want me to to count down for Mischief Managed? Oh, well, you could just go like... Gotcha. <laughs> See, I, I try and sometimes I miss people and I feel bad that, like, we're missing people. Already, Victoria's on her phone. <laughs> I'm making money over here. To oh, home. okay. Okay. Mischief, Mischief Managed. Managed. Woo! Yay. There we go. <laughs> there we go.